so below Feel the pain in my soul The rep he'll dissolve Organized, no matter the cost Politicians starts wars, they don't fight They sit the poor And nothing lasts forever as long as we stay together Give hell to the masses Watch the unity rapture This is for the kids and the culture It's one love, one growth, one light Light warriors Hello everybody out there on the Jabari Vok page and everything. Thank you so much for your support. The page is growing, got over a thousand followers for this past few weeks um, on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for the support. I'm very, very humble. I didn't realize that it was going to be like that so fastly. Um, I do not have my mic with me today because I just moved and there's boxes everywhere and I can't find my mic. So <laughs> keeping it real, keeping it real. Right. <laughs> Same thing, just keeping it real over here. We're just showing up. That's what matters, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Just showing up. <laughs> and I have Katie Kanakis, right? Chanakis. Chanakis. Yeah. I keep saying Kanakis. Chanakis. Okay. And um to me. That that's so thank you so much for coming yeah. on the podcast. Um of course. I remember you when I was younger on uh Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes. Um, yes. I think I was in high school. I think it was in either high school or middle school. Love um, that show. So good. Yeah. I was like, oh, shoot. She was the prom date. I, I, I recognize her. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone who tells me, they're just like, oh, my God, I love that show. That show's amazing. And yeah. it just lifts my spirit that the journey I've walked on, millions, multi-millions of people all around the world. And it's just like the choices I've made along my journey, these you know, people just light up and they're like, oh my God, that was my favorite right. episode. You were his prom date? Like, how cool is that? Like, Charlie Day's prom date. And he's legendary. He's amazing. And I, I love watching, following his career. Um, what was that like working with Charlie Day? He seems like a very uh, incredible individual. Yeah, really into his power, really into his craft. Like, the, the whole team, they were just like so into their craft, you know, as, as mm -hmm. actors and creators and they, they created the show and produced it and everything. So they were on multi-dimensional levels, which is so cool. Not just showing up as an actor on set, which I did, you know, like right, right. This is their production. I've had my own production. So there's just more stakes and more, there's more into it, you know? So it's really, really awesome. Yeah. That, that's really dope. And um, the original writer, the the, the yeah. and the writers, they're all like friends, right? Like some yeah. are married together, and yeah, like, they knew each other for a long time. That's that's cute. That's adorable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, and that's how it is with uh, my partner um, that I have, Nikki Scorpio and Alessandra Levy. We've been mm. producing partners for you know over five years, and we've done a bunch of projects together through the union. And that's how it is. Like a lot of mm. the directors, when you look at the big directors, the cinematographers, they do every movie together. They like they make a partnership. They like get in bed together, you know, and they they make a commitment, and they're you know. Look at Steven Spielberg and all the people like they use the same cinematographers over and over because yeah. you have to build a trusted source and a trusted team with people, you know. So it's like right. instead of people pleasing and just wanting to do everything for everyone, which I've done, and it leads mm -hmm. to great misery and insecurity. Um, like you really not on a literal level, but you on a um, anal um, like as a you know, like as a reference, like you wouldn't want to get into bed with everyone, right? You wouldn't literally mm. go to sleep with everyone. You don't really want to break bread with everyone. So um, 
Robin Graham, she's a um, a branding specialist. She was on my podcast. She's all over the place. And she was, you know, because I was trying to people please everyone. And like, I'm trying to do things with my brand. And she's just like, you actually don't want to wake up and serve everyone. You know, even though you want everyone to like you and you want everyone to buy your products, you right, actually right. don't. Because when you actually have them buy your products, they're intentionally in the world, in their home. If it's going to be better for them, cool. But they're like, you don't want it's customer service when you have a business. So like, do you want, do I want to wake up like serving this kind of person? No, I don't, you mm. know, like I want to wake up knowing who I want to serve because they're going to be energetically with me throughout my day. And then at the end of my day in my personal home, I'm going to talk to my family and friends about that. And I'm going to go to sleep and I'm going to like dream and dismantle all those things. And I'm going to wake up the next day to serve people again. So what kind of people do I want to be serving? Right. I think mm. that principle applies for all areas of business and all areas of life. So um, I'm really excited about the choices I've made in my career um, and the people that I've worked with thus far. Um, I've, I've been to bat with a lot more than you know and that you've seen. Right, um, right. And that's how the entertainment industry is. That's how I, th- I think life is. You know, you, you do a million shots and you get one or you do a hundred shots, you get one. You know, I do voiceovers. I did four voiceovers yesterday. Sometimes I have like 27 a week and it's like, how many do you actually book? You know, (laughs) there's this one guy who's been in voiceovers forever. Um, He was in that movie um, in a world Lake Bell's famous film that she created about voiceovers Mm -hmm. and like how voiceovers were and like where they are today is so vastly different but he talked in a modern day time at a Sovis event, um, the Society of uh, for Voiceover Artists. Um, it's a community space there for people wanting to be involved in voiceovers. And he says, I go out for um, 100 before I get one. He goes out for 100 auditions for a job before he gets one. It's like, yeah. My, yeah. And my assistant, like, you know, you have to bang the door, knock the door, and like put your energy, you have to put the energy out there. When I first came to right. Hollywood, I was in my office. I was rolling calls. I was rolling calls. I had my whiteboard and I was sending out emails and you just, you don't know. You just put like a thousand emails out there, maybe one or five, like respond back. And those are the ones where you sow seeds and the ones that you connect with, you know, Mm, it's just, mm. you can't just like, and I learned that at a very young age when I was um, in like, I don't want to say telemarketing, but when I was, um, you know, rolling calls for a company and I would just, call the message, call the message, call the message and not take it personal. I was getting paid by the hour, but I was able to see and hear, I was able to feel the breed of people on the other end of the line, how they show mm. up if they thought it was a scam. And then you're mm. like, Oh yeah. And like if you could even get through the barrier before they even hung up or not picked up the phone, you know? So mm. I think that training gave me a lot of insight um, when I was a kid to how people mm. are in the world and how they perceive things when you cold call them. Mm. These are really good jewels that you're giving out um, for everyone in the audience, especially that are interested in learning what it's like to be in the business um, with acting. I took, I, I got accepted into acting classes, my acting class, acting school called RCA um, in Trumbull in Fairfield, Connecticut, um, Fairfield County, Connecticut. And these are the type of things they tell us all the time when I was there in training, reading Shakespeare, uh, learning modern plays, uh, I did a few lead roles and it was always like, look, they're going to tell you no, 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 no. And these yeses are going to be very rare. Um, and you have a career that spans for over 20 years now. Um, you have met them all, <laughs> you know, and that that's one thing I've, I've noticed about just the endurance. Um, and I love how you just 
beautifully explained how important it is and those people that you keep around you that's your support group as well too right like they are always there for you is that's why it's so important to have someone that you just want to build with for years instead of trying to look like for the best of the best and try to get you the best it's really not worth it in the end of life <laughs> yeah and i love everything you're saying it's a yeah mirror reflection two things uh one um is uh, who I think you would really like is Susan Batson, B-A-T-S-O-M, because of the what's happening with, you know, the life and the hybrid life of everyone doing everything differently. Um, mm-hmm. She actually avail- has online classes now. Susan Batson, B-A-T-S-O-M. You can follow her on Instagram, but she mm. has drop-ins. It's Monday through Friday at um, 10 a.m. Pacific. Um, so 1 p.m. Eastern, but it's for three hours. Batson, Susan Batson, and they're drop-ins for $20. So you could just mm. like do a drop-in and like study with her and like see her vibes. But she's Nicole Kidman's acting coach for over 20 wow. years. Nicole Kidman's never had an acting class in her life. She um Oh really? Yeah, she's never had an acting class in her life. She's Julia Binoche's acting coach. Um uh, Madonna, Oprah, Liv Tyler, Zach wow. Efron, Usher. Like I've seen Usher, like I've seen like Zach Efron, I've seen these people at the studio at Susan Batson. So she's an amazing person to study with. She also has a book called Truth, T-R-U-T-H. It's a great book. Um, I studied with Susan consistently um, in New York for one year. She's great. And and then once you get the, the root and the platform going, then it's a ripple effect of always incorporating it into the work. Um, I myself actually want to do some drop-ins with her as well. Um, but she's great. Susan Batson, if anyone wants a, a great acting coach and a great book, um, truth and, uh, respect for acting. Uda Hagen's amazing. Um, I really like that book. Um, there's, I mean, there's so many books we could talk about. Um, and then the other thing is, um, we were, it was the more of the, um, business part you were saying and, and planting the seeds and, and being consistent uh, and the support yeah. team, and then checking in with yeah. yourself, with the support team, checking in to see, am I being sucked by this thing or this person? Oh my God, right. I'm, being, I'm being drained. Cause you could have like a leaky sink, right? Like a mm. leaky gut. <laughs> there, there's people have leaky things going on and we don't see it. And sometimes we don't feel it because we're so distracted and we're in our patterns, but we need to hack H-A-C-K. We need to hack and be mindful, mindfulness and say, Hey, like this is a new person in my life. They're feeding me energy. This is good. I want to give this person more energy or, Hey, I just found out about this thing and it's actually exciting me. And I want to follow that joy. This thing's um, making me feel like heavy. And it's like, it's always a thing that I'm showing up to that. I don't want to show up to. And I keep, I've been saying this for like three months and I keep ignoring that, but you know, right, what? Right. I'm going to listen to that little <laughs> voice and I'm not going to ignore that. And that's the divine femininity in all genders, right? Mm. Being sensitive to the uh, acute awareness of our sensorial beings, our body intelligence, our ethos, our body intelligence, Mm. because our mind is a tool that leads from our heart, which has over 40,000 neurons in it. Our hearts are very powerful. And as actors, you know, as human beings, uh, you know, my shaman, uh, one of my friends, Shaman Dirk, or not Shaman Dirk, Shaman um, Harry Paul says, most people live from here up. It's just the communication chakra, talk, 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 or listening. Right. And then the mind going like this, the analytical mind. But if we get outside of 
you know, from here and here and start living from here, the gut, our intelligence, our gut brain, our heart, our body, our, our, from, you know, from our sensorial beings and we show up that way, right? then, then I think it's more powerful than living from here up. Right. So that's good for right, life, right. but also for the craft of acting as well. Right. Right. I mean, even being a musician, um, I, that's tough. That's something that definitely as a, as a percussionist and a, and a lyricist that I keep in mind as well, too. Um, especially with percussionists, you know, like you got to check in, um, even with, you know, acting class, they will always ask us this beautiful question that I loved. Um, but whenever we want to start improv or where we're going to do a monologue, um, Mr. Oliveri, God rest his soul. He will always ask, how is your body? Really? How is your body feeling? Yes. Really? Yes. <laughs> yeah you know and that automatically clicks it's like let me check in check in on myself and what let does the mind see. do the mind right around people we're insecure we we're taught to not share not to be vulnerable everything's okay everything's fine so the mind puts a blanket over it but actually like i want to cry right now i'm not i'm not mm. actually i just want to like you know go cry or you know like i'm feeling kind of heavy but take the moment to sleep to meditate to to take a shower, to empower, to dismantle, because it's an ocean wave that comes and goes. So the more you hold on to it, put the blanket over it, the more it's going to, you know, get tight and and build up in more stress. But right. if we actually acknowledge, like, I, I need to, like, and just let, like, this go, because I'm holding on to this toxic thing or person right. just came over, and I just had a call with someone, like, Ugh. but if I let, actually, like, <laughs> let it go, then it clears my energy centers, my energy, my meridian points, my energy. It clears my body. So I'm like um, an empty cup of uh, a glass. I'm like an empty mm. glass, right? So I'm like full to be able to be full again, you know, fill me up with the good stuff, right? Instead of right, keeping right. the old stuff, like clear out the glass, clean it out so you can have a, a new glass, right? We do that when we drink water, right? Exactly. We do it when we yeah. eat food Yep. to take it to yep. another level. We all, quote unquote, wash our plates, wash our cups. But what are we now? We're taking it to a new level. We that seems normal, but how are we doing that? With what are sustainable, eco-friendly products or products with toxins? Because we can go wash our cups all day and our glasses, but then it has processed chemicals, and then we're eating out of it and putting it into our mouths. So right. For you know, for the for the more detailed awareness of like your laundry and what we're putting onto our bodies, because oh we oh it smells so good like this cheap fabric or whatever, and it smells so delicious, but actually has all the chemicals. But if you're washing your clothes and it's all organic, and then you put your clothes on, and it's like it's laying on your your largest organ, your body, and it's going into the bloodstream. Is it all organic or is it like processed and chemicals, right? So the majority right. of the people, because of society and where we're at, it's um, having toxic chemicals go into our bodies and onto our plates, right? So mm. that's like a heightened awareness of, um, you know, those subtle energies and those subtle shifts make or break how we think how we show up for the world and how we show up for ourselves. Mm. Yeah, I love I love this. Do you do you do you mentor people? 
I do. I coach. I do one-on-one coaching. People can contact me on shinakas.com. I do one-on-one coaching for industry coaching at clients. I'm sensing a mentorship in you. I just, I just had to ask. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, so you I have a up- very deep uh, understanding in your craft. Yes. Thank you. Very thank deep. you. I, I appreciate that. And it's, it's, um, it's an everlasting ocean of greatness because there's just always so much to discover, you know? So that's, that's mm. what's really exciting for me. I grew up running cross country with short-term, medium-term and long-term goals, goals, excuse mm-hmm. me. So I learned what I do as an individual affects the whole and cross country is a team sport, you know? So it's a team, a collective score that we get as a team, but right. what Kelly did on the team or what Jeanette or someone else does on the team affects me. affects the team. And we root for each other and then we root for ourselves too. So I really had that understanding at a young age because my dad ran cross country and he turned me on to cross country. And I really was able to have that sports mentality of all or nothing, Nikki to win, just do it, go, go for it. So <laughs> right, right. like just go all or nothing, which also applied to my work, which is life, which is storytelling. It's life or death. Like, mm. you know, we show up and we're searching for our keys and it's life or death. It's in a hurry because we have to get to the airport or we need to find right. our passport. It's life or death. And you don't stop looking until you find it. And then when you find it, that's the endowed. Ah, that's the release of like, oh, I found the passport. And then you make it or you miss the flight. It's one or the other. But then if you make the flight, ah, everything's great. But if you miss the flight, then you're in another rabbit cycle of yeah. looking into the flight <laughs> and then hurrying that up until you get on another flight because you have to get to the event or to the wedding on time in Dubai or whatever. You right, know? right, right, so, right. But it's it's a cycle of patterns and stories of life or death, right? That's it. Like I had to be on this call at a certain hour. So it was like I was mm-hmm. doing what I was doing and then I had to like, okay, then I could have kept doing what I was doing with my assistant and stuff, but I had to be like, okay, I'll be back. I had to stop and like mm. show up here. But I get, mm. I, I chose to show up here. I get to show up here. Um, right, thank right. you. Thank you for having me. And to everyone tuning in, thank you for being here. <laughs> <laughs> it, that's, 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 that's awesome. Um, I, 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 I tell you so much, uh, the way that life just shifts within each second, you know, and you're just yeah. watching it go by and then you, you, you ever take a chance to just sit back and see what other people are doing and like watch somebody jog. Do you ever get to do that? <laughs> oh. I love being an observer. I'm a Scorpio. It's my birthday month. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm actually releasing an album on 11-11, my birthday. Uh, I would love mm, for you to hear nice. it. Yeah. I, I have dope beats and stuff. And you as a musician, I'll send you some beats. And if you want to be on anything, I'll definitely um, send oh, wow. some beats over to you. Yeah. I I love the the music. And it's just like classic one love. It's like obviously like, you know. It's a song. Oh, oh, our song? Same, yeah, thank, yeah. Thank you. Same vibe. You. Same vibes. Yeah. It's really, <laughs> really cool. I'm like, ah, uh, yeah. This is soothing for my soul. So, yeah. I, so I <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Observe digitally. But, yeah. Um, I love being in New York. I love traveling the world because I get to observe people and as a Mm. as an artist you I think one has like the best gift is observing not only oneself but other people you know um it's Mm. such a such a beautiful gift Mm. so and what's the what is your your album title it's called dreamland 1111 I'm uh releasing um my first solo um project my solo album under my birth name saint kitty so i'm very very excited about it i wish it would have happened you know when um 20 years ago but it's happening right. now but you know it's like you have these 
gems that are deeply hidden within your soul and you're like you Mm -hmm. want them to happen right now like when britney spears came out with like hit me baby one more time i was like like or show me the sign show me the sign i'm like yeah i see all the signs but but like i'm like yeah i see all the signs but like (laughs) but it didn't happen that way you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying but it's happened other ways you know what i mean right 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 it's like it's funny because it's like you have these like little girl dreams right and then Britney comes out, show me a sign, show me the sign. And then her, her career and it's like, oh my God. And then, and then, and then what just came out, everything about Britney. And it's like, oh my goodness, you know, and it's like, mm. you can have, you can, every, the world can love you and know you and be with you. You can have everything, you can be performing, but then be so isolated and imprisoned and alone. And it's so wild because we connect on so many different levels and I, I can't wait to meet her in person. But, um, mm. yeah. Um, yeah, I too feel and I feel people relate to her so much because look oh, at yeah. who she is and look at the the systems of um, child protective services and low income right. families and people who are so isolated and feel in prison and don't have a lot. Like I was at dinner yesterday yes. and my friend was telling me she's working with um, Sticks right now and he has a foundation. He's from Watts. Mm-hmm. And like the, they told me the number two reason why kids aren't going to school, it's not because of this, this or that. It's because they don't have a home. They live in vans. They don't have clothes, and they're they don't go to school because they don't want to show up in the same clothes, smelling with no clean clothes. Right. And so, Ecos, the brand um, that I am friends with and we create together, they're donating all the laundry. And then this guy from the Chargers baseball uh, basketball uh, football team, he's donating washer and dryers to this program in Watts that Stick started. So the kids mm-hmm. can have clean clothes so they can go to school. Like it's, it's like the detail of that. Okay. Everyone has their different circumstances. So it doesn't matter if you're in that circumstance or the circumstance like Britney Spears, like right. we all can be isolated and alone. And my grandfather, God bless his soul, Cramper Raymond, he taught me, he's like, mm. you come into the world alone, you're going to leave alone. Like we really like come into yes. the world alone, we leave alone. And that's, and what happens in between, right? Right. We're in yep. Shaman Harry Paul says we're here for one long breath, right? So <laughs> I like I that. Need, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I get to be aware of the leisure of being here with you, like the privilege of listening and tuning into something digitally when other people don't mm. have the electronics, right? Um, right? It's the simplicity of those things that I always go to when I'm feeling. Like, cause my mind and my fantasy, my, my album is called dreamland 1111. Mm. Um, and it's all about fantasy and play. So I, I learned at a very young age about, uh, Greek mythology and the poet Socrates and Plato and Mark Twain. And I just, I love the quotes and everyone and everything they were saying and do it all now and fantasize because of right. how like the society and the world can be. So I latched on to that and I made that my number one thing to always be curious and to always play no matter how serious something got. And because I have that, it's also gotten me into a lot of trouble of being kind of disillusioned and letting my mind go wild instead of having the truth and seeing the truth as it is, which is acting as truth, but allowing the play curiosity to go in so many different directions. But then when I meet someone or if I have something in my mind, it's the illusion. And if I'm not communicating with another individual, my illusion is this. And then their illusion is something else. So if there's no communication and we're not on the same base field, 
we're we're going to be having a disconnect, right? So that's not right, only right. for acting, but in life and communication. So I've learned to vocalize and hack my illusion to share my fantasy with someone else and say, hey, like I'm having a fantasy. This is my fantasy and I just want to share yeah. it with you, you know? So we're, so, we're, so we're dreaming the same dream. Miguel Ruiz has a beautiful book. It's called Mastery of Love. And it, it talks about like being on a canvas and how we all create our own dreams. Those are the mm. kind of life and death realities I was talking about when we're in such different circumstances, like moment right. to moment for life and death. Those are different like rabbit holes of fantasies we can go in no matter what the fantasy is, if it's right. pleasurable or if it's a tormented fantasy. But Dreamland 1111 under St. Kiryaki is um, fantasy in a dreamland with um, reinstilling hope and grace and faith in all genders and embracing to claim and or reclaim our power through the divine femininity. And the divine mm. femininity isn't just female. It's not just male. It's all genders. And we all have that divine feminine in us with where I was saying earlier, instead of how are you doing? How are you feeling? How you're acting coach? How's your body feeling? Instead of ignoring that, like attuning to that divine feminine with inside, right? Mm. Attuning to that sacred grace inside and being okay to be not okay, being okay to be okay. And just like exploring those things, being able to cry and, and also enjoying sorrow and enjoying like in a blissful state and, and, you know, it, it leaning into those things instead of hiding and ignoring those things, you know, and making mm -hmm. it okay for all. That's why and, people like art and poetry because right. they can feel and see things. And because artists are communicating, we're all communicating together in a unique way, but it's mm. time now in evolution with mental health and being human to evolve with consciousness to actually the artists and the, the angels and the healers, because we all are, you know, God's gift, I feel, you know, I think we're all artists, but how are we showing up as art? Like this pillow can be art. This phone case can be art. Like yeah. everything's, this chair's art, like everything's art, but we've been domesticated and conditioned by circumstances. And so yes. I show up to embrace the power of breaking the old molds and mm -hmm. to alleviate and to rise to mm -hmm. a, a fresh, a new canvas and have a new conversation in a new way with one another and not doing it alone. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I talk, I talk about this a lot, um, especially um, on the importance of my journey of learning about my indigenous background um, and also talking with other people that are also indigenous to how important it is that our ancestors literally had this blueprint and it's just the society, the post-colonial society that we're in that we have to relearn. Um, Americans especially, we have to relearn. Um, and it's so important because once you relearn that, you don't have to, you don't have to feel like you have to automatically just sign up to what um, society wants you to be. You can also be free and also be able to live in your truth. Mm -hmm. um, and, and living in your truth is your truth. It's no one else's truth. Um, and well, you well, learn well, 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 one second. There's yeah. your truth, my truth, and then mm -hmm. there's the truth. So yes, the true. universal truth. <laughs> so there's non-attachment to you or me. It's mm -hmm. just the universal truth. It's, you right. know, neutralized. Right, so there's, right. there's three truths. There's what's happening right now, your truth of what's happening, mm -hmm. my truth of what's happening, and then the truth of what's happening. The truth. 
I like that better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, added value. Because, you know, nature is nature. Nature will do what nature wants. And we you know, as men, yeah. uh, not just men, as I hate that term, man, me, we as humans, yeah. we cannot dictate what nature wants to do. <laughs> Will Smith has this amazing um, docu-series. It's like six parts. I think it's called One Big Rock. It's amazing. I think it's on Netflix. It's so, I mean, and they're an hour long. And he, they talk about like the nature and Mother Earth and stuff. And mm-hmm. It's it's they're supposed to be chaos. They're supposed to be disaster. Yes. That's a part of nature. And right. it was here before we were and it will be here a long time after. Like, you know what right. I mean? The planet is doing just fine with or without us. You know what right. I'm saying? If and, it has to dish us out, it'll dish us out. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. And I love what you're saying about indigenous culture and mm-hmm. you know, the the community and um, you know. I've been learning and on that path for, um, you know, over a decade and it's, it's really great to, um, get involved and to learn and to understand. And, you know, I mean, it's really happening because, because of the transition we're all going through as a collective and, you know, breaking down the, the school systems and upgrading right. the information. I remember like the creator of mind Valley, which is amazing vision, um, he was like, he has his own university, Mind Valley University, because he's like, oh, the educational system hasn't been upgraded in over 100 years. He's been saying that for years. And right. now they're taking out certain books, they're putting in certain information. And so we're relearning, like you said, and instead of hating on and, oh, my God, that happened and blame that person and I blame me or I blame them or blaming this and blaming is just so egotistical and so small minded. Mm-hmm. But hey, what action are we taking? We're showing up to this podcast. We're sharing information in a new way. Hopefully mm. it resonates and people take what they want. And then instead of judging all like, I can't believe that, or I don't agree with this. No, just that didn't serve me. You didn't eat it. You didn't like it, but just keep on trucking on the journey. Just pick up the gems that are really good that add value and right. collect the jewels and the gems that are good. Same thing with education and, and sharing and like the unlearned stuff, like, but it's all a part of it. We have to, we get to acknowledge it. But we don't have mm-hmm. to attach to it, so it's bringing us down. Because when we're judging others, we're just judging ourselves. And when we're comparing, it doesn't feel good. It's like a death threat. When anytime mm. I compare anything that's going on, it's just like no, thank you. It's just it doesn't make me feel good at all. So mm. um, I I always tried to come to Hollywood um, to all my meetings because I'd be showing up. Now everything's mm. self taped, but yeah, yeah, I'd be showing up, and there'd be like thirty gorgeous girls like mini skirts, blonde hair, blue hair, like jewelry, like all like teeny boppers, like ready, you know, or like young twenties or whatever, like ready for mm-hmm. all the roles. And it's like, it's somewhere there with their mom. And I'm, I was always playing really young roles. So like, I'd be showing up by myself, but like, they're like, where's your mom? You know, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I went out for like uh, Hannah Montana that Miley Cyrus played. I went out for, for that role. And I'm like seeing all these people with like their moms and I'm just like, Oh my God. But like, I, people take their headphones, they tune in, they listen to music, but as a cross country runner and just being so deep within my soul, I worked mm-hmm. with my coach. My team gave me the material. I have the opportunity. I'm in gratitude. I'm preparing. I'm in gratitude. I'm in class. Right. I'm studying. Right. I have a coach. I see my coach. I eat well. I go a half hour early because there's, if you're going to Warner brothers and Fox, you have to like park a mile away or in a lot and you have to go 
there's nine different lots. You have to find the lot. Then you have to go Jesus. to security. And then you have to like walk like sometimes 45 minutes across the lot in high heels and then maybe take another pair of shoes. So like you're not all dripping sweat by the time you're like, you know, getting to the cute little bungalow that's air conditioned. And you have to like, you know, you're like melting. So you have to like go to the bathroom and like touch up and like breathe, you know, mm-hmm. you have to prepare yourself. And then you have like, you know, less than five minutes to like, okay, all that preparation, you have like five minutes, here you go. So, mm. and now with self tape, it's a whole nother thing, you know, but like this yeah, would yeah. not fly. This would not fly. I could never have this. Like I would have to be on that wall over there with nothing behind me. Um, flat wall, sound quality, good, not looking in the camera, like the fourth wall, um, you know, having my little remote control that starts it, stops it. Well, my coach is on Zoom here, you know, or FaceTime. My coach is here, like, reading mm-hmm. with me. So I, it's just, that's what it went to, and that's where it is now, right? Um, right, and then right, there's right. all the streaming. There's all the streaming, um, you know, projects, which is so awesome. Um, yeah, so my number one goal is just uh, being on TV as a household name after being successful on TV and in film and comedy and drama and music and DJing and painting and modeling and, you know, podcasting and traveling the world. It's mm-hmm. like, I dabbled in everything and was very successful with everything that I touched. And now after 20 years of entertainment and having the deep, you know, reflection in 2020, focusing on like, what do I want to do for the next uh, two decades of my blueprint for my personal life and my, my career, you know? Mm. And so I want to show up as I'm doing here and make an impact one person at a time um, and share my experience of, you know, two decades with you. And if that can support your journey in any way, and then if there's additional questions to follow up on that, I Mm want to be an energetic support system to, you know, heal humanity and tell great stories and have confidence to know we're all gifted and we have gifts and we're very talented in a lot of ways um, and be intentional about the, I mean, I won't take any acting project that comes like I'll turn mm. down scripts, you know, like if right, it's not, right. if it's not going to, if it's like, a, and I don't really get too many cheese ball things because of my team. I go out for all like HBO max, like, right, right, right. Like a- Amazon. I'm not going out. Good ish. I'm, <laughs> I'm going, I only go for creme de la creme. And so sometimes it's busy and sometimes it's spread out, but mm-hmm. that's the patient and the space in between. And what are you doing in the space in between? I'm taking care of my mental health. I'm, mm. I'm connecting with other humans to put my mm. energy out there in the most positive, blissful ways possible. And all of it is a macro magnetic field of how we're all interconnected. And the, who I'm connected with is, you know, like you said, Charlie Day, it's always sunny. Like De Niro, mm. like, you know, Werner Herzog, uh, 50 Cent. Like I'm, I, mm. the, the energetic fields that I'm connecting on a multidimensional level, like, 50 could be sleeping right now. Who knows where he's, where in the world he is and what he's doing. He could be sleeping. But while he's sleeping, I'm here adding value. And maybe while I'm sleeping, mm. he's out there adding value in the way he is. And we're all connected, you know. And then when like-minded spirits meet, and it's like, whoa. And they're like, you're like, oh, my God. And it's like, ah. And it's so invigorating because, like, it's like you, it's like, it's like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It, like, tastes so delicious, you know. It's like mm. you meet another soul, and it's like, I'm doing the work. You're doing the work. We're showing up. We're doing the work together. We're making an impact. And that's how people vibe. 
depending depending on what you vibe about, right? Like mm. you, the intent of the lyrics of your song. Obviously, you're hugely into Bob Marley, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, I'm like, yo, I'll send you some beats because I I hear you. Like I hear mm. you. Like we hear each other what we say, you know. And sometimes we can hear people by what they don't say, right? Mm. And and so many people suffer in that silence. And I know because I get choked up right here in the throat chakra sometimes. I'm just like, like someone will ask me something and I'll just like, I'm saying it in my, I'm saying it inside and it cuts and I can't say it outside. And if I'm doing mm. that and I have a powerful voice and I'm just getting started, I can't imagine, I can't imagine how millions of other people feel. So I, I totally feel that, you know? Awesome. It's yeah. It's difficult. That, that, that was, that was just deep. That was deep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cry. That was really though. deep. <laughs> I have one final question since we are about four minutes left. So one thing that I admire about you is how um, how pow- how powerfully unapologetic uh, Greek you are. Like you are very strong in being Greek. Um, you know, I I love that. Um, is because you know Greek being Greek Greek culture has taught me a lot of things about um, respecting women just as much as uh, African culture has, and I have learned a lot about the, the, the powerful um, leadership that women have held within the, the Greek and the African culture and then how, you know, uh, Greek and African culture was kind of coexisting together in Egypt for a little bit and um, teaching each other philosophies and what they know. And so I think I think it's so, I, I admire how, how strong that is. I, I love people that are proud of what they are and not trying to just be um, the 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 poster American person, they are like, oh yeah, I'm American, but I am also from here and this is my people. I am from a people. I respect that so much. <laughs> I love you. I love you. And I am so endowed in the African culture. Like African American people love me. I grew up in Detroit. Like, <laughs> like African American people have always loved me. I have a lot of African American friends. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I've been to Africa because I perform with 50 and June yeah. in, in Cape Town. Uh, it's South Africa, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so like, like, and, and then, and then when that huge documentary came out searching for sugar man and it, mm-hmm. and it showed like he's from Detroit and how his music really affected all the people in Africa. And he's, he's the Michael Jackson of Africa, right? Mm-hmm. Searching for sugar man. And like, I just always had this really deep connection for African American culture. And like, I was at an event the other day and it's just like the African American culture, they just always showed me so much love. And the mm. thing is, um, like I grew up in Michigan and my parents grew up in Detroit and then they moved to the suburbs, you know, with, cause of the riots and stuff Their their families had to move out of Detroit because of the, of the riots. Right. And then through generational trauma, we were um, stigmatized by the news, which I didn't watch because mm-hmm. of this very reason. Like all the homes were burning down in Detroit. Everyone was killing each other in Detroit. And now mm-hmm. we know what we know because of social media. And now I have some kind of intelligence of the world. And I'm like, were African-American cu- people in their communities killing one another? Or was it mm-hmm. someone else killing them? Were they mm-hmm. really burning down their own homes or who was lighting those homes on mm-hmm. fire? Right. Mm-hmm. I have questions. And, and a lot of that came up when Catherine Bigelow, the amazing film director, um, did a film called Detroit. And I saw a Q&A with her at the um, the, the Directors Guild in, on Sunset yes. in Los Angeles. 
And I had so much rage in me and I didn't know what to do with it, but I wanted to make a statement. And I didn't understand what my mom and dad were talking about when I was a kid all the way through my years until I saw that film. And when I saw that film, I understood what happened and the um, unjust qualities and the unjust actions of what has happened in our society and with people by dividing us and um, you know, I just, I, I really like, I'm obsessed with African culture and, um, mm-hmm. my girlfriend, Tali, she's going to be on my podcast. She's all over the place for the women empowerment series for series four awesome. in January or for January, uh, 2022. She's from, um, you know, she's in, uh, Bali right now. She just had a mm-hmm. baby and she's going to talk nice. about motherhood, divine femininity, but she, um, she's from the Congo. Um, and then my other friend, oh, wow. Ali's Ali Senegali, he's so cool. I have to introduce you. That's his um, artist name. He's from Senegal, and so mm. like I have, I have some really dope friends from Africa. And um, thank you for bringing that. Oh, well, love to meet him. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna introduce you uh, right away um, today, and he's great. And maybe we could all like collaborate and do a song together. Yeah, that would be dope. You know, I'm. I have. I'm gonna make you priority because I have a lot of people that's been asking and. I'm gonna make you priority. When you send me those beats and stuff, I got you. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, uh, we'll have we'll have it sent over today. We'll make it happen. Oh really? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Take For your time, sure. though. I know you're a busy woman, you know. <laughs> Well, the thing is, what what my assistant does for me now, I used to do it, and I know how long it takes and what it takes. But now I'm on, I'm mm-hmm. in a different stratosphere, so I don't I don't have the energy to do what my assistant does now. Like I did mm. those things, and I've already done those. But with quantum detoxification, like there's no going back. There's pivot, shift, and lifting. It's not like I'm going to be how I was. There's I've already mm. done that. It's only showing up for myself as I am today and taking mm. and admiring those things, qualities that worked for me, but showing up how I can for myself today and moving forward and dismantling and knowing what didn't serve me and just don't bring, don't bring those into my new today, tomorrow on my clean white canvas, you know, for my craft and for how I show up for people in the world, you know, just right. leave all that and not judge it just you know just leave it and just leave it by physically leaving it and also leave it by doing quantum detoxification right mm-hmm. if you want to learn more about that alejandro younger has a, an amazing audiobook called clean it's a great book 12 chapters his newest one alejandro okay. younger he talks about environmentally being clean physically being clean emotionally being clean and you're in clearing your um your your quantum you know, physicality, it's heavy. It keeps us stuck. We have to lift, shivit, piff, lift, shivit, piff. Mm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Katie Chanakis. I'm in deep um, gratitude. Oh, <laughs> I just got this as a gift. It's called My Intent. Everyone can do these little bracelets. And mine was gifted from Chris, the creator, uh, at my friend's Halloween party, Sean nice. Durek's Halloween party. It's called Grateful. So I'm so grateful to meet you, to be here, to collaborate, <laughs> and to sow new seeds and and nourish yes. and those and, and make them happen. Oh my God, I'm excited. <laughs> I honor you. Oh, that, oh, that's 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 good. That's that's the point. That, that feeling of excitement. That's 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 the gift in life, right there. <laughs> right. Well, I want to thank you so much, and I'd love to have you back on for another season. There's yeah. so much I want to talk to you about. I have notes on you. Um, okay. I have notes on everybody I freaking um, message, uh, in, not message, but I freaking like interview, but 
I always try to make sure I get the good ones out first. And then if there's ever a chance in the universe to get you back on, we'll talk about everything else. You know? Um, so thank I, you so much. Yeah. It's my, <laughs> I'll show up for you. It's my pleasure. Of course. Oh, and I want you to have a very beautiful day. Um, and we'll, we'll keep in touch. Thank you so much for coming. Thank on. you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Everybody have a nice day. Effectively transforming community. Peace in our human family. Volume and unity. Divine light shining individually. Collectively transforming community. Peace in our human family. As above, so below, feel the pain in my soul, the red pill dissolved. Organized, no matter the cost. Politicians starts wars, they don't fight, they sit in the poor. And nothing lasts forever as long as we stay together. Give hell to the masses, watch the unity rapture. This is for the kids and the culture. It's one love, one growth, one light, light warriors.